Welcome to Access Nation, a podcast dedicated to the lift and access industry. Our mission is to keep you informed on the latest industry news and current events. And now, your host, Phil Dwayne. So we invested money in a piece of equipment, and we rented out to make money. And that's the rental game in the Access World, Access Nation. So what we have here is this COVID thing shows up, and people are staring at equipment in the yard, and we didn't buy the equipment not to rent it, so we get it out. And we maybe pushed it out at a reduced rate, and that's what's happening. We've got some reduced rates. Oh, by the way, we like to replace our equipment so we don't have old equipment to rent. And the OEMs have all raised their price because they build a better product that has a new standard to it with the new ANSI standard. So we're going to pay more for that equipment, which means we need to raise our rental rate. And, you know, everybody can tell you that the rental rate is an issue in our industry. But at the same time, I don't see people that offer a lot of solutions and I don't see a lot of action going. And you know what? I'm going to reach outside to the sales strategist. Martin Ede in Australia. Talk to me, buddy. Uh, so, look, I've been in the uh, in the capital equipment game for as long as I can remember, um, and I have worked primarily with US and international-based suppliers around the world and established their products here in Australia and New Zealand. And so I've always had a knack of taking on a new product and pricing it at a premium. So I look at premium-based products. So I have never actually sold on price. So over the journey, I would have uh, sold over a million dollars with over a hundred million dollars in product. Now in America, hundred million dollars that probably doesn't sound like a lot. In Australia, that's uh, that, that's quite a lot of equipment. Um, you guys over there probably sell that in a week, Phil, because you're an awesome salesperson. But um, the the fact the fact is that um, I've never worried about my competitors. I've never worried about price. If people start negotiating with me on price, then I have the ability to be able to walk away because I have the the product, I have the solution to their problem. And if someone wants to ankle bite me on price, I'm just not interested. So I have a way of selecting clients that I want to work with because a business transaction means that, hey, dude, money's got to come out of your account and it's got to go into my account. And the simple fact of the matter in sales is that you're going to pay more than what you want, but I'm going to sell it for a little bit less than what I want for it. And that's how you know it's a fair transaction. We've all been there in sales where you pander to someone on price, you do them a good deal, and you'd make no money. And that's the client that ends up being a real pain in the ass. Something's always wrong. That client ends up costing you a lot of money. Why? Because they're not a good fit for your business. So it's a matter of asking the strategic questions to see if they're a good fit for your business. And over the 36 years in sales, the one thing I can tell you is that I know how to sell and I know that if you sell on price, you're dead. Um, the client owns your ass and he's just going to screw you until you're dead. When it comes to access equipment, he has a real passion for the business just as I do. And he sees the same things. Martin, when it comes to rental rate, And the way things work, based off of your experience, what's your gut tell you in this? Where are we going? Well, Phil, thanks for uh, for having me today. I think the thing is, it doesn't matter if you're in Australia or America or Europe. The issues facing the rental industry are exactly the same around the world. And if you actually go back 20 years, 
Um, 20 years ago, the rental rates were high, but basically rental companies could get whatever they started. When I first started in the rental industry back in, uh, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, it was kind of an open checkbook. And, but back then, buyers bought differently than they do now. Back then, we as sellers controlled the power. The internet wasn't around yet. Yes, we're that old. And uh, people had to come to us. So the salespeople in the rental industry, we were the purveyors of information. We had all the information. People had to come to us and we held the power. Fast forward 20 years, the, the seller actually has all the power these days. And the rental industry has really, in my opinion, become the bitch to the construction industry. And if you can equate that to the Avengers movie where the Hulk grabs Loki by the, by the leg and just slams him around, uh, that's kind of the rental industry. And it's, it's manifesting all around the world. And the only thing that the rental industry seems to be able to do is lower their, lower their price and bear their ass on price. And so there are two doors open to, to rental companies at the moment. Door one is you can t- continue down the path of lowering the rental rates and go broke. Uh, door number two is hold firm on price and actually make a profit because it will turn around. But there has to be a concerted effort by the rental industry to stop discounting, to stop pandering to the construction industry and the big clients on price. You know, I don't want to be too hard. If you're a rental rep in the business and granted you were excited when you signed on, you got the job, you're, you get to work in the construction field with equipment and that's an exciting day. They gave you a truck. You got a company corporate card to buy your fuel and take customers out and, and entertain them with lunch and do what you have to do. And, and then you're feeling a little bit guilty right now. Because you aren't good at the product, or maybe you are the guy that sells that automatically caves to price. Look, dude, just recognize it right now. Martin, what's step one for a guy like that that says, you know what, I am going to get 20% more rental rate out of my guys, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be better at what I do because I'm not selling price. What would you tell that guy? Great news is, is that the solution is relatively simple and it's relatively quick. I just want to dive back just a little bit into the psychology of the brain just for a a second because that's where it all keys. So uh, in the brain, we have three receptors in the brain. We've got the reptilian brain uh, or the croc brain. We've got the mammalian brain in the middle. Then we've got the neocortex, which is the processing plant, right? So everything is processed initially through the reptilian brain, which is the fight or flight center. And the fact of the matter is at the moment is that every salesperson out there is doing it exactly the same way. So there's no point of difference. And when someone sees something coming at them the same way, the buyers can see you coming. They know exactly how to deal with what you're doing. And generally speaking, the rental industry has commoditized the product. They have actually, your, the rental reps are going in there with a transactional approach. Hey, look, here's my product list. How many scissor lifts do you want? How many booms lifts do you want? So you're getting a transactional result at the end of the day. But if you actually work out how to talk with your client with status and create certainty to your client that you can actually solve their problem, then it takes the issue away. So if you are talking about problems, the client's problems, you're actually validating the client. Whereas most salespeople out there talk features, benefits. They spend time talking about themselves 
and that's validating themselves and the client's not interested in that. So the first thing to do is go, hey, look, have, have the sales guys out there work it. So what am I bringing to the table? So what status do I have in the rental industry? What experience do I have to bring to the table? And how can I make the client certain that when they deal with me, that I will solve their problem? It's really that simple. Manually installing glass, granite, or other heavy flat surface material can be one of the most dangerous and inefficient jobs out there. Stop taking risks and let us solve your problem for you. Re-rent the Winlet machine from Shimp Wholesale. The Winlet is self-propelled, easily navigates through narrow spaces, and handles a wide variety of airtight materials, such as glass, granite, wood, and aluminum sheets. When your customer sees the increase in productivity, they will make you their first choice for rental needs. Call Shimp Wholesale today at 816-749-3343. We all have been there when you have to make a month. You have to make payroll. We have to discount things to get to survive. And I think that's the owner's call. That may be a, a regional vice president for a corporate company or or it could be a district guy that says, hey, we have got to get some income because we're way behind and we got to get some stuff on rent. And you're a sales guy and you go, okay, good. So you go throw that greasy price at some of your guys and they get it. And then, and then you go back to see them two weeks later and there's no equipment in the yard. How do you ask the guy to pay the regular price when we already discounted it? What's some steps a guy can use to try to say, hey, look, that was a one-time deal. Now we're going back to here because that's where it should be. What would your advice be on that? Phil, you can't put the fucking genie back in the bottle. So the one thing that I would say is don't discount to start with. Um, so it's all about selecting your clients. Now I get, and, and I've been in sales for 36 years, so I understand where you're coming from. I've been in situations, particularly during the GFC, when I had to make sales. My business went from selling 10 machines a month down to one every three months. Like cash was fucking king, right? The one thing that I did, uh, I'm naturally a bit of a smart ass when it comes to being a sales type, and I turned that off. So the first thing is remain authentically you. The second thing is every salesperson needs to understand two things, that you are the prize. The customer needs you. You don't need them. So if you walk into any business deal having no attachment to the outcome, you're in a very strong position and the client's going to go, wow, this is different. He's not going to be coming across as needy. Um, so I have a standard phrase that I use in every single sales transaction, everyone listening needs to write this down. So get out a pen and every salesperson listening to this, when you go into every sales conversation, this is what you need to say. This is a premium product and it's not for everybody. Or I offer a premium service and it's not for everybody. So what you're doing right away is you're telling people that what I do is premium. Therefore, it's not going to be cheap. And it's not for everybody. So you're immediately getting that uh, in human psychology, people chase that which moves away. 
So you're saying it's a premium product. Maybe it's not for you. So you're actually dragging the client into your world. Then you're in a powerful frame. Now, the fact of the matter is that if your pipeline is empty and you actually need to make a sale and you've only got one or two deals, then you can go down that whole track of reducing your price. But you are Loki that's being beaten up by Hulk. You are the bitch. And getting the price back is going to be difficult. So the simple solution is to fill your pipeline. Because if you've got a pipeline with 20 or 30 deals in it, um, then you can walk into that particular situation and walk away without the deal in the full knowledge that you've got another chance at the next job site. If, if we were to find a benchmark, and I have benchmarks here in the U.S. market, but, but Martin, in your area, in your experience, if you were to find a benchmark of someone who is, can actually pull the rate that the equipment deserves, what would you say? What do they do? Who are they? So I can't obviously talk for North America or anywhere else in the world, but in Australia there is one company which is like the beacon of they can get three or four times the rate for any of their product than anyone else. And this is a national company, by the way. But before I get there and before I divulge that, let me just go back a step because this whole price discussion on rental rates really gives me the screaming shits, to be honest, Phil, because this has been going on for years and the rental industry is setting themselves broke. Um, the rental industry is like a bunch of carnivores and they're feeding on each other. And it's a little bit like um, the story of the drunk uncle. You know, wherever I go into a rental store, everyone whinges and moans and complains about price. Oh, such and such has done this. Such and such has put out for that. But yet everyone out they go out the next day and undercut. So it's like they're eating their own baby. It's just absolutely ridiculous and it's got to stop. Um, because the rental industry, as you know, is consumes billions and billions of dollars as capital is invested, and they're better off to put the money in the bank than invest in a 19-foot sizzler, for example. They get $60 a week. But there's one company here in Australia, and a lot of Americans would know it, it's called Kennard's Hire, and they have over 200 stores around the country. They can get $150 a day for a 19-foot scissor lift when everyone else is scrounging around the gutter getting $60 a week for the same product. Now, how do they do it? They do it by sticking to the knitting, by being very good at what they do and understanding the client's problems. And what they've made a, a success of is selecting clients that are a good fit for them, both economically and culturally. And they say to these clients, hey, look, if you want to get something cheaper elsewhere, that's fine. Go get it cheaper elsewhere. That's not what we do. But if you come and deal with us, we will solve your problems. If you have a problem with your machine on site, we'll replace it within a certain amount of hours, no questions asked. It's all about the service. And people look at the model that Kennards give and, they, and I say, look, do you realize that they're getting X for this product? The company says, yeah, look, I really don't know how they do it. Well, guys, they're doing it. They've got over 200 stores around the country it's, it's not rocket science as to how this is working. Just get your stop, stop feeding on your own babies. Start lifting your rental rates to a point where it's profitable to actually do business, or you're going to be going through door one, which is you're going to be broken on the street. Segment two, we're going to give you the tools that are going to help you get the rate you deserve for the equipment you bought. 
Yeah, and I think that's important, Phil, because what we've been here today is we've been shining the spotlight on the, the cancer that is in the rental industry right now. And what I do for a living is help salespeople, business owners, and corporations address rental rates and getting prices up. So in the next podcast, we are going to focus on tangible, real things that companies and salespeople can implement today to start getting the rental rates up and increasing conversion rates and seeing your margins soar. How does that sound? Sounds like a plan. And and Martin, thanks for coming on the podcast. Been fun, Phil. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed belong solely to Access Nation and are not necessarily those of its affiliates, sponsors, or business partners. This podcast is not a substitute for an ANSI, CSA, or ISO compliant training by a certified professional. Feeling blessed, never stressed.